You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fade to Gray. Man, I'm very excited to bring you today's episode. Me and Elizabeth, uh, we have the founding members of Gleewood with us, Callie and Jet. I had the privilege of meeting them first at a show in middle of nowhere, Western Pennsylvania, with very low expectations, and they blew me away. Met them after the show. This conversation was a blast. Um, and this was Elizabeth's friend from she was in youth group. Why well, YWAM actually. I was out in New Mexico, the state of New Mexico, touring around with a group of musicians and we stopped at Callie's church and she was in youth group at the time and I got to work with her and their youth group to develop their music um, ministry and just stayed in touch with her over the years and when I saw she was going to be in the middle of nowhere, western Pennsylvania, I said, Omar, we gotta go. She's amazing. So, yeah. I'm pretty excited to introduce you guys to them. You'll even get to get here a sampling of their song, so be sure to listen to the very end of the episode. So we're super excited to bring this episode to you guys, so why don't you turn the lights down low, light that Yuletide log, pour you a glass of nice, strong, alcoholic eggnog, mm -hmm. light that medicated blunt, or eat that medicated cookie, and enjoy your evening. morning, whatever. Enjoy your morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Beer. You you guys look like uh, a Pinterest post just in a video. <laughs> it's amazing. That's awful. No, but like a, a really like a really cool Pinterest post. Couple goals. Hashtag. Gross. Gross. <laughs> I, I love that you said gross because most people... Our age, I don't know how old you are. I'm 30, but they'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm like, 27, the, the whole, 27. The whole upspeak yeah. thing. They'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you. That is like totally yeah. my oh. intentions. Thank you. <laughs> Follow me. So subscribe. hard at this. <laughs> now, did you, uh, did you kill that deer right behind you? It's on your wall there? I think my mother-in-law did actually. Yeah. Beautiful. She's a badass. <laughs> I know, yeah. She's super yes. badass. <laughs> yeah, it's like a trophy buck, and then I painted it gold, so 
Oops. <laughs> oh, it's painted gold. That's amazing. Can you guys say your last name? Because we're bad at uh, oh, I don't even know if we really need to mess with the last name thing unless you guys just really want to. Yeah. Our so last you can't name. Say your last name either. Well, it's Schiavone or Shavoni or Shavone. Or Shav. Or Shav. Everybody in the family says it differently. Like, I say Shavoni. Jet says Schiavone. Uh, his grandmother yeah. said Shavone. Anything to do with our projects or anything, it's Callie Sue. And, nice. and and jet yeah that's just easy. now is, I mean, is that a yeah. is that a sicilian last name sounds sicilian it is nice yeah. wow yeah nice work okay. yeah i don't know why i i i love uh guessing that kind of stuff and people's people's <laughs> national i know with 2018 you're not supposed to guess people's nationalities it's not a politically correct <laughs> but it's fun because sometimes you yeah. can just you can I just tell that. Or, i just ask yeah. people what bloodline they are yeah. <laughs> are you worthy or not <laughs> yeah that's a good question so what, what's your family question. lineage what, what's your bloodline what's that? well the only name that it. matters I guess in, at this point though is Gleewood right because that's that's what we're right yeah we're that's, about, so. that's the big one yeah and how long has Gleewood been around let's see uh five years five years yeah full time how did that get started? Well, <laughs> Jeff? Um, okay, so I picked up guitar a little bit later in life than uh, a lot of musicians do. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 18, and I had no musical background, nobody in my family whatsoever. Uh, we all love music, but nobody played. Um, and I, when I turned 18, I had been working. I grew up homeschooled. And so naturally, uh, I grew up working a lot while my friends were in school. I had had was working part time jobs and stuff. So I was kind of saving up to move out of my town. Um, I had the option to go into university, but uh, uh, I wasn't about to do that. Um, <laughs> as soon as I graduated, I was like, man, I'm done with education. What was your musical influences, Jet? You said you started playing at 18. I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you, but, but yeah, uh, before yeah. you go too far into your story, I'm just curious. That's pretty late in life to be like, I mean, you just got done touring Europe, basically, with with your band that you've had for five years, but you didn't start even playing guitar until you were 18. So um, tell right. us a, a little bit more about, about that. I mean, like, so is it something that came fairly naturally? And what were you like, you teaching yourself? You had a teacher? What were your influences? Just camp out there for a minute. So, yeah, I did. I had a guitar teacher that was, was teaching me some of the basic stuff. Um, but really what happened is I, I, I spent all my money that I had saved up on a, on a nice guitar and a one-way ticket to Hawaii, thinking that that was going to be a good idea. Well, it was because one of your biggest influences. one of my biggest influences musically was was there, which is Jack Johnson, and then nice. like the Southern okay. California stuff, like uh, G Love and Special Sauce, okay. and Pepper, and all those types of music that I was really into. That's um, why I love you. <laughs> in my teenage years, yeah, I was really into that stuff, um, and so I, I learned. I started out learning like reggae and uh, and basically Jack Johnson records. Man, I mean, it's really how I learned how to play. I, I learned like all of his records that were out at the time front to back. And that's really what taught me how to play guitar. Um, 
And you know, are you I, playing on the street uh, like Jack Johnson covers to make money to what well, in between shows? Like, hey, you know what? We, let's let's get a meal tonight. Let's let's play some Jack Johnson songs on the street. <laughs> let's see how much we can make. <laughs> we totally should. We totally yeah. should. We actually don't do that. We do play on this. We did play on the street a lot in Europe, but uh, mostly we still even on the street. We almost always just play our original stuff, and that's really the thing that. Well, that's that's kind of a strange thing too with both of us is like we didn't. Um, I mean, yeah, Jet knew Jack Johnson songs and a few covers here and there, but really when we started playing music together, especially, we were just so focused and adamant about writing our own music because we were both creative we just, people. And like that's was more our speed, I guess. Our th- We were just passionate about writing our own music. And so even now, even today, like we know so few covers compared to so many other musicians who start playing like We'll get on stage with people for a jam and be like, oh, you know, you know this song, you know Wagon Wheel, you know whatever, some classic song. And we're like, we'll figure it out because we just didn't even even consider playing other people's music on stage. It was weird. Yeah, Yeah. I've got to be really invested in a song in order to perform it. I've got to really feel like I've got something like either a unique take on it that means something else other than the original intent of the song or emotionally I'm it was really imperative for me to sing that at the time in order for us to work it up and perform it live because other than that we just play original stuff you know it feels more honest yeah, yeah and yeah. banana pancakes by Jack Johnson is not a, not a very emotional song <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great one <laughs> it is a great but- one but uh, when you covered Cash, that was amazing. I saw you guys live. Um, I mean, your oh, yeah. your your guys's original stuff was was amazing. But when you covered Cash, that was one of the first things I was told. Elizabeth was like, "Man, this dude's voice like it, it, is reminiscent of like basically Johnny Cash." And then you guys play and play a song like this is better, <laughs> like because there was like so much like because like you said, I, I could see, I could feel wow. um, like the emotion behind your, your words, and so like that that's you know, like. That's what brings you into it. I mean, like the voice That's is there, but 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 the emotion, the emotion behind the voice, um, is the next level shit that you guys got. So, yeah. So wow, I would like huge. to ask how how did you guys meet exactly, or or, or how <laughs> long ago maybe? Oh well, actually, our six year anniversary of being married is on Tuesday. Oh, congratulations! And, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but we've been together for nine, a long time. Uh, pretty much right after. Jet started playing guitar. I met him. And uh, I come from a very different background. Cowboys and ranchers and, you know, horses and cattle and dirt and grime. But I was also homeschooled. And so I had a love and passion for books and travel and seeing the world. And then my family's really traveled a lot. And so I went into all the bookstores that opened into our little town Ruidoso as much as possible and there wasn't very many there was like two and uh one of them I used to frequent a lot it's called Atticus Books and Tea House and uh that's where I met Jet actually yeah I saw her tall top cowboy boots in the classic section and said damn girl <laughs> it's the boots not, didn't not say the that, jeans luckily, otherwise I didn't probably. say that but I said it in my mind <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't look like a damn girl type of guy Jet <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we met in, in the bookstore and just started talking and, and then we started going out 
in cowboy boots and Converse, just kind of exploring each <laughs> other's totally different worlds, you know. He skateboarded and snowboarded and I rode horses and did rodeo. And it was just it was just completely different. Um and that really kind of brought us together though through music. Um, because we both loved music so much and all kinds of influences and I come from a music background of lots of storytelling, lots of ballads, um, lots of melody. It just kind of I don't know, it was the Lord, man. Yeah, I it mean, was. it was uh, it was uh it was definitely um I don't think either of us were planning on being No, it was divinely musicians. inspired and 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 uh we're very so grateful. A faith aspect to your band as well. So you guys are oh, a worship yeah. band then, you play and you play in churches only? Is that the way? I mean, if, that's, no, that's no, the only, no. only way to be a that's the only way to be a Christian band, though, right? Yeah, right, no, right. That's the tale, right? Yeah. Um, oh no, I mean. So we we don't when somebody asks us if we're a Christian band, um, we say you know uh, no. <laughs> no. We say no, we're not a Christian band. We are Christians that uh, are in the music industry and play music, but uh, uh, we are we are not a, we are not a Christian band. Um, we do not. I have not felt. I've prayed about it a lot about trying to get motivated to write and and be a part of the the church scene and and, and you know write worship music but so far in my musical journey I I don't feel passionate about that. I feel passionate about um I feel passionate about the psalms. I feel passionate about the ups and downs, the good, the bad and the blues is what we call it. You know when you when you read, you know king david's and king solomon's laments and their torment and the struggles um and also the intense victories that they have i mean that's the kind of stuff i like to write about i like to write about you know i'm i'm not afraid to write about murder i'm not afraid to write about sex i'm not afraid to write about um you know political issues desperation, desperation drugs. drugs all of it it's it's a part of our life and and uh and god God is 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 says that all things are, are are permissible, but not all things are acceptable. And and dealing with those those issues is really what I like to do with music. And um, a lot of times we're in you know dive bars and and grimy places. Most of, Most of the time we're in we're in places that are really have a dark spirit about them. Um, and you know being able to overcome that. And, you know, just bring a little sprinkle. I always like to think of it as a dark canvas with with just a splash of light in the corner. And maybe that, that splash of light will get somebody interested enough to have a conversation with us after the show and say, hey, what was that lyric line about? Rather than, you know... Um, or how are, how are you guys still married and playing music together? And Yeah, how know? do you do that, you know? <laughs> that, that's, you know? That's kind of what we've... That's kind of the approach that we've had. Yeah. And we've gotten uh, like lost that. plenty of times, too. Yeah. We've gotten we lost. You mean just yeah. like, like as you're traveling around the world, gotten lost, you mean? Or? Uh, well, that, too. <laughs> There's a lot of turning <laughs> or around. Ju- or just your, your faith cases. journey, you mean? Uh, faith journey, too. Yeah, man. Um, marriage journey, all of it just gets really tested. You know, we've aligned ourselves with other musicians um, who are not believers or, or, or who are not sensitive to um a, a higher being or spirituality and their dark spirit has really dried us out um we've dealt with a lot of people in the music industry um at, at all industries there's a lot of drug abuse of course and a lot of alcoholism and a lot of um 
mistrust and unfaithfulness and in relationships and we're surrounded by that constantly and for us it you know it we like being able to talk to those people about it if they ask but it can also really drain us so we've really tried to move out of the bars as much as possible because even though light is needed there some bars just don't want it and it'll just suck you in like a black hole that's that's been a hard lesson for us to learn um we and, and we're struggling with it right now is uh you know we're on a little bit of a hiatus after seven months of non-stop touring or five years really i mean 260 days a year on the road for the past five years wow. and we uh wow we're we're uh yeah. we're, we're tired man we're 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 at our we're at our uh the end of our rope spiritually mentally physically and uh creatively sometimes. creatively um <laughs> yeah. and we uh we are having to really reevaluate things right now so yeah well thanks for coming on and talking to us about this journey this is crazy i like that the good the bad and the blues man it sounds like it should be like a john wayne movie almost you know like, <laughs> I, could, I, 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 I almost see the different characters in that um yeah. one thing one thing i was wondering real quick is i know you said you guys play a lot of dive bars and then also you mentioned a faith component so if your parents are people of faith, are they kind of disappointed that you don't play the whole church thing? Or do they support what you're doing and say, so, that's awesome. They love it. Uh, well, you know, we are one of a million probably that have both of our parents, our in-laws, support us 100%. I can't, I mean, I I don't know how that happened or what we did to deserve that because I know that hardly anyone can say that. Um, my parents are worship leaders and, you know, they're, they, we do help them lead worship every now and then, like we'll play with them and they are super supportive. And then my dad will come and play in the dive bars with me, you know, and he's a worship leader at a church, but he knows, he understands what we're doing. And, um, he's, they're just very, he's gotten, he's gotten a lot of flack from that in the, in the church actually. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, Oh, I heard you were playing at such and such, you know, with, with your, with your daughter's band or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I was. (laughs) There's a, there is a, a strange fine line with being Christians and, and playing music in, in the clubs and the different areas. And, you know, we aren't really plugged into a Christian community you know, full throttle because we're traveling so much, but we'll, we'll go to different communities. We'll participate and, you know, worship. We love to worship the Lord and go to church and learn and study, um, as we go along the road. And there is lots of, you know, people really kind of doubt our sincerity either way of like, what are, what are you doing? What, what, what's going on? And we do think of it as a ministry in a way, but, um, we are also huge believers in it's not what you say, but it's what you do that makes a difference. And how you react to things out in the world that are thrown at you is really what people are looking at. And, you know, we really try. We don't do that great all the time. But, you know, something bad will happen. The van will break down, um, a bad show, whatever it is. And we really try to give that to the Lord right away, you know pray, meditate. Like Jet was saying, we like to take breaks every now and then and really try to recenter. Um, so that people can see that, yeah, there's a lot of crap that happens or good things that happen, but this is our rock. I mean, we would not be anywhere 
on this journey with this music or have any kind of fans who weren't for Jesus. He's our rock. Like we can't, <laughs> we can't take another step without him. Um, so it's, it's interesting. It, it's different. And we haven't found any other Christian musicians that feel quite the same as we do or quite as confident in going out into the world and living that way. So we mostly work with unbelievers or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, that's my question. That's what I was curious about with, uh, it being Leewood because and I love your answer to that, by the way, because like, I love the fact that it's like, I think we need more um, Christian musicians who are musicians first. And, you know, like, I mean, as far as I mean, like you're always going to be a Christian, but it's like you don't have to follow the same formula, you know, and have to put Jesus in every lyric of your song in order to like right. you know, maintain some sort of like, quote unquote, integrity. Because uh, it, it takes it takes away from the integrity of the music when you do that, or the authentic the authenticness of what you're trying to say. Authentic, authenticity is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I just commend you guys for for doing that. Like I said, that you guys are amazing musicians. I mean, there's definitely something um, special if you want to call it anointing, you want to call it just like talent or something about um, you know the combination of the two of you. But I was curious about your band. You said so. You guys have been doing this touring on the road for the last five years when you go on the road is it normally that just the two of you a full band are you using the same musicians that you kind of started with at the beginning like how how did, how did like i mean is it like like right now do you have a have a band like no, we, have, we have real spinal tap syndrome man we've yeah. been through we've been through 11 drummers um wow and and multiple other instrumentalists um we've had a real real struggle um with with finding people to get on the same page with us uh it often comes down to beliefs and how you're going to handle a situation and uh we've worked it with, pretty much always does it always does it actually. always does it, we, it always comes down to a really tense um scenario mm -hmm. that uh requires um for Callie and I some some spiritual interpretation you know what I mean and 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 as soon as as soon as that is really brought to the foreground I mean immediate chasms start developing between the relationship of of us and and the band members um and then the other thing is you know we've tried to play with other Christians and uh um one they don't really jive with our style um because you know our stuff can be really dark and borderline psychedelic and and have these they they don't want to you know um be in associated. The, associated with with that which i understand if yeah, you feel sure. convicted about that i get it's it. almost like drug culture like you you attract a lot of people who like we attract maybe like, a lot uh, of the drug culture weed or something like that yeah. and so yeah. And so the only thing that encourages me is we've actually had, um, we've had one of our drummers, unfortunately, uh, a lot of our drummers be, uh, have, have dealt with addiction. Um, and, and one of them while we were on tour passed away. Um, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Dude, yeah. Well, while we were on tour, he was not on tour with us. Oh, um, and, so. uh, but then, but then another gentleman that, that had the same addiction was, was, uh, on tour with us in the Pacific Northwest when he came to the realization that, that he did have a problem and he needed to face it. And, um, and so when, 
we took him back at the end of the tour. You know, he he asked for help and and he enrolled himself in a in a rehab program and he's been sober for three years now and he's playing a show with us on New Year's. Yeah, so we awesome. do get to see those victories. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, We're at on New Year's. It'll be here in Ruidoso, New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a lot of stuff scheduled? Um, you know, you said you're taking a break. Is that the the next thing you have going on? Is New Year's? Or do you have some other things coming up? We have a little house concert um, coming up next this Saturday. We do a lot of house concerts in Europe and here in the U.S. We really love that. That's some of our favorite. We usually do that. It's just the two of us. It's just the duo. And then, um, then the New Year's show. And then we have a few things kind of spread out through January, February, March. But really, the next big tour is in April. Um, back to Europe for about four weeks. Nice. Are you coming to the East Coast at all? Are you have anything going on we out our way? Are actually, we are actually we're working on we're that, working man. on that. Um, we're trying to position ourselves over there, um, closer to you guys and closer to the East Coast because that last tour we did through that area was awesome, and we've been trying to get back. It's just a long ways for us. Um, it's almost easier for us to tour. Europe. <laughs> Europe than it is to get to the damn East Coast. I know it's, it's a I mean, weird thing. It, it's really it's re- because of all the road miles. Um, and then there's like these. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of musicians and a lot there's of there's a lot of musicians, a lot of and, good bands. And honestly, in Europe right now, our style of music, uh, blues, folk rock, blues rock, Americana, it's super hip over is there. Really huge in Europe right now. And then you know we're slightly exotic. Um, coming from the Southwest. And so it's easier for us to book shows in Europe than it is in the U.S., even out here in the Southwest, because there's so much great music here. I mean, it's just, and that style is just spilling out of everyone that it does make booking difficult. But we are, we. but to answer your question, we are positioning ourselves to where next summer we will be hopefully um, on touring. The, touring on the East Coast really heavily. Awesome. Nice. Well, we'll definitely love to host you, whether or not we're here or down south in the North Carolina area. Either way, it'll probably be on the East Coast for a little while. You should. Uh, I was actually thinking like how much fun it would be um, if there's a group of us going to Dallas, Texas in February. And oh, nice. uh, the, uh, we have this house that we're all staying at, um, Airbnb. And I guess right outside of the house, the owner was telling me there's a brand new bar. And uh, we're going to kind of like, just like take it over. I'm not sure if I'm going to rent it out or what for the night. And I'd be like, it'd be pretty yeah. dope if you guys would be like be there playing for that and hanging out with a group. Uh, yeah. Uh, that would be dope. That would be. Yeah. Keep us informed. I mean, Dallas is just a hop, skip and a jump for us. <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what I was yeah. thinking. It would be pretty close to you guys. So it's uh, like the weekend right after Valentine's, Valentine's Day. So February 15th. 15th, 16th, 17th. Yeah. I think we have that open. I mean, I'm pretty sure we do. And Deep Ellum. And so if you want to look at... If oh, you can, yeah, we love if you wanted, Deep Ellum. If you wanted, oh, to, Deep if you wanted Ellum, to book anywhere in Deep Ellum, if you have a place that you like to go, I mean, I would definitely come see you guys and bring a crowd Sweet. and stuff like that. So. Yeah, there's be gonna cool. be There's a conference going on down there. What's the conference? Bad Christian. Oh, okay. Um, we were yeah, just okay. looking Second that up, actually. Uh, so you're familiar with that. So that's kind of how yeah. we all got started. Uh, all of us are kind of like members of Bad Christian at, at one point, and kind of we. Okay. There was uh, Marco Polo app, and we started talking and realizing that, like, you know, we don't really don't all agree on a whole lot, but we have some really good deep conversations, and thought that the, taking that type of um, conversation format 
um, to a podcast to where people see like a round table type discussion talking yeah. about like some pretty like polarizing topics without it having to be like um, all emotional and, you know, my opinion is better than your sort of thing. And uh, so yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of how we got to start as not a bad Christian. So, um, nice. yeah, but we're not a dirty rock band to play for that. There you go. That'll <laughs> spark some conversation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you, got, you guys would be perfect at bad Christian actually. I, yeah. I think so. Agreed. So, so I, I'm a musician or I guess I, I'm now referring my to myself as a retired musician, but uh, it's been it's been ten years since I have even played a show. One thing I'm wondering for you guys, especially as you know, just a two piece, um, in the five years that you've been touring, what's changed? Have you noticed that you you make more money in merch now, or you don't make more, or uh, do you not get people showing up to shows in in the U.S. because, like you said, it's saturated? What's changed in those five years oh, for touring? Okay, so well, that's a lot of answers there. Um, <laughs> I just, I, that's a lot. Of- okay, so like I said, I'm, I just, I just have to, you know, a lot of people don't understand this, but you know, um, because I, I don't really hardly understand it. But I, when we first started, we were so naive and so green, and we started as a folk band because we really couldn't pull off anything else. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I had so, I had no idea, we had no idea what we were doing. Callie wanted to play bass, right? But she didn't play bass. So, cause she didn't want to be the girl that sat there and sang with, with a tambourine in her hand. So we literally left the bass unplugged for the first few gigs. While I was learning. While she was learning. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I, I knew so little about EQ and sound that when I bought a reverb pedal for my acoustic guitar, I thought that that was going to like. I thought that that was going to like change the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? The We're most get so rudimentary place. <laughs> rudimentary basic effects pedal, you know, I thought was going to like change everything. You know what I mean? We didn't know how to EQ our vocals, right? Cuz his voice is so low, mine is, you know, much higher. And, you know, I mean, we, we had no idea and we were kind of just scrambling and the Lord brought some really amazing people into our lives who weren't actually like touring musicians or really currently playing music but had a lot of experience or had it in their past and here in new mexico there is a music scene but when we first started we didn't know about it and it's really small and it's mostly just country music and uh and then and and covers and covers and so we really had no one to look up to for quite some time and so to answer your question bluntly i mean what's changed about you know what we've done in the past five years is simply everything. Everything, everything has changed. Everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, going from going from blushing so hard that you can't even see uh, playing in front of five people to walking confidently out on a festival stage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything that we've learned over the past five years has been in front of people and on stage. Yeah, I, I did not. I mean, my family's very musical but I didn't play music. I was interested in other things and I was just like, well, that's my family's thing. So I started playing the bass and really singing a lot in public when I met Jet and whenever we started the Gleewood Project. Um, And so for me, playing bass and singing and then adding a little bit of harmonica during this European tour, I had to learn drums because our drummer left us in Ireland and we had a whole like rock tour scheduled as the trio. (laughs) And... Um, I picked up the drums. And so, I mean, everything's changed. We've 
learn how to market ourselves. Exactly. Merchandise is a huge thing. Merch um, is huge, man. We have seen a decline in CD sales, a rise in vinyls. Um, we have seen a decline in people wanting to go to live music versus seeing a really nice YouTube video. Um, uh, the seen... industry's changed a lot since we've been involved, and then just our own personal growth um, as musicians and as people and as songwriters um, really changed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we most people progress from like like a heavier rock sound and kind of kind of grow up and start playing more folk and and more, more intricate intricate stuff. pieces and we kind of went the other way. We we went from like a progressive folk feel to more of a straightforward we didn't know about rock and time roll signatures band. or modes, so we were just writing what we wrote. Yeah, and <laughs> that's weird. So yeah, every everything's changed, man. But that's that's beautiful. So you like you don't know a whole lot about music, but you did it. And then you don't know a whole lot about, you know, when you first started touring or you were you said you yeah. were green, but you did it. I think it's so cool that you guys are literally just figuring it out as you go because some people who have been playing music for, you know, you said you started playing guitar at 18. Well, some people who have been playing music for 18 years never make it to Europe. And and right. it doesn't matter it, it's yeah. you, because they're 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 seeking these huge lofty goals. I want to play the biggest festivals and this and that. You 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 guys are like we want to play music. That's what we want to do. That's all we yeah. want to do. Yeah. And it's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's it's working out. Thank you. We hope so. You know, we we also have a lot of lofty goals, but we know from the way our parents raised us and from our backgrounds of working a lot and whatever else, um you got to just start. You got to just do it. You got to just get in there. 10% talent and 90% elbow grease is the way and I look at it. Stubbornness and persistence and patience and endurance. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be this far in, have a live album and, and two studio albums under our belt and working on another. And, um, you know, I never thought it would have been possible. Um, it's definitely the grace of the Lord, you know, and his inspiration. Um and we still have a long way to go. We got a long way. I mean, I'm nowhere even close to where I want to be musically or career-wise. I mean, I'm not yeah. even tip of the iceberg, man. Yeah. Can I say, that's like encouraging to me because I I know too many musicians that are like, oh, this is as far as I'm going to go. This is, a, this is what you get. And that being unsatisfied with where you're at is actually a really good thing. Um, mm -hmm. for musicians, I think. I mean, probably people in general, but speaking from a musician standpoint, I've I've found that you guys are going to carry your careers further with that unsatisfied um, idea, <laughs> I guess. It pushes you to learn things that you don't know. It pushes you to be better yeah. than you are. And that only brings a better product. It brings better shows. It better everything. Wow. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm, thank you for that. Yeah. It's... We try. We try to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, don't stop. <laughs> I know it, the human ambition is, is uh, so wild and it can really, like you said, it's, it is important for creative people to have that, get out of their comfort zone, push themselves. And then what we've been learning on the other side of that, you know, life's all about balance, right? That's what we're all mm -hmm. trying to find. And on the other side of ambition is um, 
seeing your victories no matter how small. And yeah. we have had to learn that lesson the hard way, especially this year. Mm. Um, because because of that ambition, being a little unbridled, and then having to look back and be like, oh, oh wait, like we were, we couldn't even, you know, put three chords together, you know, just a few years ago. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, but it's, that, it's that, crazy. that, that unsettled dissatisfaction um, can definitely get unbalanced, especially with me. Callie can really see uh, our accomplishments and things a lot easier than I can. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, it can really send me into a, a, a downward spiral, into a deep depression mm. um, pretty quickly um, if, if that dissatisfaction, you know, uh grabs the reins yeah and and when does it grab the reins the most though (laughs) what what brings that on the most is it is it you know there's only two people here at the show or uh like what is it about um your your career that gets you down i guess you know i've learned to cope with the people thing pretty because we know when we first started playing we were booking wrong kinds of venues and stuff Mm -hmm. and and I, i saw the value of playing to two people at a time um pretty early on so i've i've learned how to cope with that um you know going from a really good show to a bad show but for me um the financial struggle um and 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 being able to provide and being able to have um to be able to live without economic stability um <laughs> is really really what sends me over the over the edge and it's so funny yeah. because people think musician and they think, wow, cool, that's that's a great career. Or, you know, you have this cute little uh, casita or whatever you said in New Mexico. That yeah. sounds so cool. And I mentioned the whole, you know, you guys are a Pinterest couple. It looks so funny. <laughs> but it it's it's just, it's wild to me that a lot of people don't see that musicians, if you're not at the top, it's a struggle, dude. Yeah. Emotionally yeah, and financially, like, like you're describing. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a it's a huge financial crazy crisis sometimes. I mean, you do go through spurts where, yeah, you got to play a really big gig and you got plenty of money and you're like, woohoo! But then your van breaks down, mm. your speaker blows out, your guitar needs fixing, um, whatever it is, or you're sick or whatever it is, and then it you know it takes all. It's just life. I mean, everybody goes through these struggles, um, but it is interesting being on the side of entertainment where you are pretty much forced to put on a certain kind of face. Um, you know, we we really like to show our fans what happens on the road, but we also don't like um, over-advertising the fact that it's difficult because everybody's lives right. are difficult. Or, 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 or calling on any kind of pity. Yeah. Because uh, we want to be a source of encouragement to people that are wanting to go out and pursue their passions and their their dreams. And so we don't want to bog people down with, with what happens, with what happens, you know, but at the same time, you know, you really, you really struggle with a lot of things like, uh, but being, being on the side of the road and, and not having enough gas money to get to the next gig and literally watching your, your wife scrape change out of a guitar case is a humbling thing. You know, <laughs> I bet. 
But to have, but to have somebody like, you know, a partner or a wife that is willing to do that with you and, you know, do it, you know, with joy. And like, that's also something like amazing to have. And you yeah. guys' story is like hella encouraging. And like you said, it's about the balance and everybody goes through struggles. No matter what career path you choose, you're going to end up, you know, with financial struggles and, you know, no matter who you, you know, choose to like spend your life with, you're going to go through like, you know, the whole relational struggle type of thing because, you know, you're still ultimately dealing with your, ultimately dealing with yourself. But I mean, it's so encouraging yeah. you know, just seeing a couple that has just gone for it, you know, like wholeheartedly just jumped right in, you know, like the one thing that it seems like you guys are lacking is any like fear. And if there's any fear like at all, it's, it's covered up by courage, you know, like that you guys clearly... Um, had more courage than you did talent starting out. Um, but by the time I saw you guys sure. like a, a year, a year and a half ago, um, I'm just going to be like, dead up honest. I was blown away. You know, my <laughs> Elizabeth was telling me, oh, yeah, there's this girl I knew from youth group back in New Mexico. And she has a band and they're playing at this little nowhere, nothing place <laughs> in the middle in the middle of nowhere, nothingville. And uh, yeah. and I'm like, all right, it seems like something to do I for a night. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it is that's, that's where that's where we live like i think it's actually bump 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 nowhereville um <laughs> it's the it's the official name but right, right. um but i show i show up and you know i see this like you know this like very attractive couple in like the southwestern hat gear get up and i'm just like what's going on what's going on here you know and then and then you guys start singing and i'm like oh my god like what did I just walk into? Like, where are we? We're not in, we're not in Greenville anymore. Like yeah. this is, you know, this is surreal. And like, and Elizabeth knows these people. Like, I mean, <laughs> I know like, people too. She knows <laughs> rock stars <laughs> from church. Like they, these people went to church. <laughs> and, and so, and I, so I was, I was blown away. And, and so speaking of merch, like I, you know, I bought some merch to support you back then. And oh. I love, I love having having you guys on now to support you, and I would say I love you guys' art. Like, I mean, I, I'm holding up a shirt yeah. now that I have. It is a nice. it has like a like a skull and a sunflower, and um, I, I think you guys stains. can tell had in bleach stains. Yes, it has my has added to the art. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I still nice. wear I still wear it like weekly, um, but um, yeah. So might I say how, that's how a can groovy people, shirt. <laughs> shirt. Th- thank you. Thank nice. You. How can you just how can did people the perfect response? Nailed it. How can people find you? Where will they find your merch at? Where will they find your music at? Um, how can they support what you guys are doing so you don't end up on the side of the road someplace, like scraping change <laughs> out of uh, guitar cases? <laughs> well, first of all, if they do find us on the side of the road, if you see a trailer that says Gleewood broke down somewhere go ahead and stop because we probably do need help but we usually have really good coffee with us so uh, yeah, can help us out but we'll get you a nice cup of coffee um uh, but uh you can find us at gleewoodmusic.com uh is our website where we kind of base everything out of um uh we've of course do facebook it's just our at gleewood everywhere so at gleewood at twitter um facebook. instagram facebook yeah. And that's with Spotify. two E's. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify, two. iTunes, Deezer. Um, the really, YouTube. Really, I like to connect people, uh, connect with people on a more intimate level. Um, so we have an email list, and it's kind of like a VIP email list. Um, 
anybody who signs up for it, we usually send out like exclusive content and like a story about what's gone on over the past awesome. month, kind of a more intimate look than our social media. Um, and you can sign up for that on our, on our webpage. And like, like this Christmas, we're going to be releasing our first ever Christmas song, but just to people on our email list. You guys, you guys would have a killer YouTube account. I just want to say that like, if you made vlogs about your travels, we, it would be amazing. We do. And we have, and we've worked really hard at it and we have Ooh. absolutely zero steam. Yeah. Oh, um, dude, no way, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys we've are done, super we've, fun. We've Man. cataloged our stuff as best we could. We've got like 40 vlog videos or something up. I've, I've watched uh, most of them, but Yeah, yeah. But we've just had a hard That's cool. That's cool. We've had a hard time getting people, I don't know. I yeah, you know, there's a there's a strange disconnect uh I think it partially could be be because we um are like really personable people perhaps and mm -hmm. we we know we need social media and we try to use it to our advantage but both of us are a little disgusted by it and so do you, you know, use marco need... polo at all have you ever heard of no. marco polo no, it's kind of like a video walkie-talkie where it's like a live talking around with people from around the world um nice. in different groups or personal messages and then they also like every message is saved you know, so it's not like Snapchat where it has to delete or anything so you can go oh, back. Okay. If, so you're not forced into a conversation like right at that moment. It's kind of like texting in that way where you can get a, a polo and then respond to it at your, at your leisure and then go back to it and watch it again if you need to. Oh, like that. Cool. So, it's a great way nice. of having like an online community because like, yes. it's face to face. And so yeah. like I've gotten to know people really, really well that I probably may never meet. You know, but I That's have awesome. these people I can talk to. That's cool. It might work well for you guys, this community as yeah. well. And Fade to Gray has a group as well. And we would love it if okay. you guys came onto that and were a part of it, that as well, if you want. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd um, be awesome, well, man. Um, I was telling people about it last night. And it was like one thirty in the morning on the East Coast. And like, I guarantee you, if I go up in there right now, there's people in there talking. And sure wow. enough, I go, I go in there and there's like three or four people in there having a conversation and just get on and, and and they were talking about some pretty deep stuff you know and so and before you know it and an hour later i'm like oh yeah wait a minute i was doing something else before i opened this up i can <laughs> i can, wow. I, I, can I, I can i can i can put the phone down and walk away if i want to but it's, it's just so compelling you end up like really just developing some true personal risk all right so thank you again to callie and jet for coming on and letting us know where they're at and introduce us to gleewood oh we really appreciate you guys coming on today Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Callie and Jet. Man, thank you for having us. Yeah, it was an honor. I was fanboying out over here the whole time. So <laughs> I was I was really thrilled that you came on and, and and shared your heart, man. It was awesome getting to know you. I can't wait till you come back to the East Coast, and maybe we'll see you in Dallas. Yeah. Right on. I hope so, brother. Yeah. That's right, guys. Support some honest and amazing musicians. Also, make sure they're not drinking coffee on the side of the road. Go to gleewoodmusic.com to support them. And Thanks, sure you guys. Support Fade to Gray podcast, huh? Ooh. <laughs> oh, thank Ooh. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like so it. You guys, you guys can hey. follow Gleewood and Fade to Gray on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What? <laughs> hey. Hey, what's your guys' wow. uh, just for my personal knowledge, I want to subscribe to your YouTube channel and watch all of your old vlogs. What is it just Gleewood music on, on YouTube or something? Yeah, Gleewood tube. <laughs> Gleewood tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on i like it i'm gonna subscribe then 
Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate of that. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for uh, coming on and and using that uh, all the internet uh, you can muster up out there in the mountains of New Mexico. Yeah, we're probably <laughs> taking it from the whole valley. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's important. You guys are important. Thanks, thanks for coming on and sharing your story, you guys. I I really appreciate uh, just getting to meet some fellow DIY musicians, man. You guys are awesome. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. Likewise, brother. Praise out. Praise oh, out. Yeah. We like you. We would like you to give us a prayer to kind of wrap the podcast up. <laughs> okay. So it wraps up. It's it wraps like up what? with your prayer. A what? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Sweet. Um, Lord, we just. Uh, we thank you uh, for this beautiful day. Thank you for the moisture coming out down here in New Mexico. And uh, we just thank you for this, uh, for this unique group. And, and, and uh, we thank you for the technology um, in order to, to make this happen, uh, to, to, to bring your believers and, and, and other folks from around the world to be able to connect and, and communicate. Oh, Lord, and uh, we just pray for grace over Fade to Gray and all of their individual projects, their personal projects, but also that they can be an inspiration to to the next generation of thinkers um, inside and outside the church, an inspiration and also... um, also a beacon to where people can get together and talk about politics and talk about religion and talk about taboo issues without raising their voices and 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 uh letting emotions overwhelm the subject um we just thank you for for uh, encouraging them uh to do this and we know it's going to be challenging we know it's going to be hard to keep together but uh um we pray that it is fruitful and uh, and uh, that their creative endeavors are are filled because you know that we know that you give us the desires of our hearts and we ask that those desires uh, bloom, Lord. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen, dude. Amen. Thanks. Yeah, that was powerful. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Callie, can you Thank send you. greetings and love to your parents and your sister oh, from me? Oh, I will. Absolutely. They ask about you all the time, thinking Aww. that I, I get to see you a lot. And I'm like, I only got to see her once, <laughs> but she looks great. She's <laughs> doing good. So, uh, oh, awesome. yeah, I definitely will. And they definitely uh, think about you guys and pray for you all the time. And my mom just adores you, too. And so, I love that woman. <laughs> I know. She's amazing. Definitely. Well, we're looking forward to more videos on YouTube, or at least I am. Yeah, totally. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, thank Certainly. you. Certainly. Thank you, guys. All right, cool. Thanks for coming on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Peace, guys. Have, Have a, a good day. Christmas. Yeah, that's it. White snow whispers in the wind. White snow whispers in the wind. White snow, won't you come on in? Won't you come on in and bury my sin? Won't you come on in and bury my sin? No, sir, I cannot come to you. I cannot bear the things you do. No, sir, I cannot come to you. Are you done with the company you 
Now when it snows, you can see my 